guys, welcome back to another episode of Control All Career. I'm your host, Jennifer Ong, and in this podcast, I interview people who have taken a leap of faith and pursued an alternative career path in Asia. I'm super sorry about the brief hiatus. I've been really busy working on my one-on-one career coaching program lately. But I did want to come back on here to record an episode for you guys and to talk briefly about a topic that I've been getting a ton of questions on. So a lot of us out there know that we hate our jobs, but what's not so easy to figure out is what do we like? What job out there would be better suited for us? This was something that I personally struggled with for a really long time. I knew my finance job wasn't the best fit for me, but what else was I even interested in? What else could I possibly even do? So I wanted to compile this episode for you guys because a lot of my guests actually shared some really great insights around this topic. And they also shared some actionable steps that you can take if you two are feeling a little bit lost in your career. So I'd like to start off with what Adrian, the founder of fintech startup Liquify, mentioned. That you need to take action in order to figure out what it is that you're passionate about. If you keep doing the same thing, nothing will change. That's a key question. People told me that they can't figure out what they want because they're always in the same position. Just try out different things. Even by reading a book, you kind of figure out something that you're interested in. One advice is, because the old generation always told us not to be jumpy in a lot of different ways, right? You jump from one job to another. But, but my thinking is always, inertia is much more dangerous than being jumpy. Mm-hmm. Being jumpy, in, in a good way, you recognize that you probably don't know what you want, but at least you're in the process to find something you want even though you're jumpy. But if you have an inertia in the positions that you don't want, you're wasting time yourself. Thinking about what you want is not always about the role. It's broader about what you want in your life and your vision in your life, what you want to achieve and what you want to do to accomplish that. So my advice in, in short probably is don't be attached to inertia. Uh, I think whatever things in your life, especially in career, just don't get attached to that. This process of taking action is something I strongly believe in and a piece of advice that I actually also shared in episode 10, where I shared my own career journey. The other big piece of advice that I want to give is just get started. It doesn't need to be perfect, but just start. Once you start, doors will start opening up to you, like whether it's like me just putting out one episode out there and getting to meet all these cool people from it, or actually just me deciding to quit my job at BlackRock and starting at a fashion company. Now, all of a sudden, I'm getting all these like fashion-related opportunities or people are sending me links about fashion that like previously they wouldn't send to me because they were like, oh, you work at BlackRock. Probably not interested in fashion. So, you know, just take that first step. Once you take that first step, the universe has a really funny way of just helping you out along the way. Jasmine, the founder of Philanthropy in Motion, also shared some very similar thoughts about taking action. And when in doubt, just go explore, ask people who are doing similar things. I think what, um, Jen, what you're doing with um, this podcast is amazing because I think sometimes we just don't see enough of what other people are doing before we come into a career. So a lot of times like people go into being a lawyer without ever actually knowing what a lawyer really does. Like they only see like these like <laughs> TV shows, right? And they imagine that's what a lawyer is, right? But sometimes just actually understanding what people are doing 
doing um, and using that as a way to kind of reverse engineer, um, is that something you're interested in? Or maybe even just doing a project or a little internship or volunteer with uh, an organization before you get started so that you have a sense of, okay, is this something I enjoy? Is this something that my skills and purpose uh, align? So aside from taking action to try to figure out what it is that you might be better suited for in terms of your career, there was also another key theme that I picked up from my guests. If you don't know what you're passionate about, pursue something with purpose, or just get really good at something. Eventually, that will turn into your passion. Let's cut back to what Jasmine had to say about this. For people who sometimes come to me and say, hey, I don't really know what my passion is. Like, I really want to do something different, but I don't really know. There's a a book I really like called Design Your Life. It's by a Stanford professor. And they said, actually, uh, majority of people don't really know what their passion is. It's it's important to find a place where your kind of interest, skills, and purpose lies. But sometimes it doesn't mean that it has to be your passion. It could just be things that you find meaningful. And so... So an example is like a passion could be a hobby, like playing piano or playing computer games. And it might be really hard to make a career out of it. But a purpose is bigger, right? It's the type of life you want or issues you want to do. You want to make a dent in it. And you can kind of identify that and try to find how it intersects with your interest and your skill sets. Carolyn, the founder of Plynets, also shared some really poignant points about this in Season 2, Episode 6 and really echoes what Jasmine said about finding purpose when you don't have a passion. But then I think many people are like, well, I don't have a passion, so what do I do? I think then you just try to get really good at something because one line I heard from someone was like, this might not be your passion until you do it so well and you do it much better than everyone else that it then becomes eventually your passion. And that's eventually what I found because to me, knitwear was not never... Like I wasn't born with a passion for it. I, in the end, went to Columbia for literature and not for knitwear. Uh, Parsons, essentially, and Martins. But over time, I just do it so much and know it so well that is in my ingrained in me. And also think, and also think in a larger scope for other people, like all the people at our factory who work with us, who've been with us for so long, and the meaning behind being able to support them and also being able to watch them grow in their own careers. It's just so meaningful beyond just the, like my own ego that it's really, really inspiring to see that. And so to summarize, you're not going to figure out what you want in your career if you just sit there complaining. Take action. Go out there and start reading books. Talk to people. Explore. Take a class. Volunteer. Do a project. Try working for a startup. Try working at different jobs. The worst thing you can do is sit there and overthink and hope that miraculously your dream career will happen to you. And maybe in the process, you'll realize that a dream career for you is not about pursuing something that you're passionate about, but rather it is doing something that gives you meaning and purpose. This is actually a topic I do a lot of work on in my one-on-one career coaching program. We spend a lot of time deep diving into your beliefs, your values, your priorities, before we even get into your strengths and interests. So if you are feeling lost and would love some guidance, send me a message. I've actually linked my contact information to today's show notes, so feel free to head on over and send me a message. I'd love to hear from you. All right. 
That's it for this week. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Control Alt Career, and I hope that you enjoyed this slightly different format today. Something a bit more punchy and centered around a topic rather than around a guest story. As always, I'd love to hear from you and would love to hear your thoughts about the new format of this episode. Don't worry, I'll still be interviewing a lot of guests, so definitely check back in a couple of weeks for the next episode, where I'll be interviewing the founder of Humid House and hear how John built one of the most sought after botanical design studios in Singapore. See you guys then! Bye.